0: I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts, and your host for today. Joining me in the studio today is a junior from the University of Delaware, a graduate of Concord High School, and a young entrepreneur, Christian Wills. Welcome, Christian. Hi. Thank you, Paul. So glad to have you here. We were talking off-air about some really exciting uh, experiences you've had recently and some uh, pretty impressive plans that you're Im- involved with, as well as some artistic activities in Wilmington. Let's start with uh, uh, your study abroad in Greece. What prompted you to go to Greece, and you know what, what? What was your reason for going? What did you learn from that experience?
1: Well, it all started with um, a class that I took with my professor um, at the University of Delaware's AA program. Uh, Professor Sachrin, he uh, came to one of my events that I hosted back in the summer of 2017, and basically asked me if I could be the sort of TA for the project for the for the for the Greece study abroad. Um, and he asked me to do like an entire vlog series, essentially. Um, so that was sort of the um, sort of the drive that came through with that. Um, I never really thought about doing a study abroad at all. Like, I never thought I would ever go out of the country. Um, but you know, when he offered it to me, like I was, you know, amazed at that. And I was like, yeah, definitely. Um, I would definitely love to go and explore Greece and take photos and videos of everything and learn so many new things. Um, so we learned a lot about, um, ancient Greece, more specifically the history of it, the people, the language. Um, it's very different in terms of, uh, how they go about, you know, their daily lives and their things that they do um what was very um one of the challenges for me i would have to say is that um you know toilet paper (laughs) they they do not flush toilet paper which is which is very interesting so you have to you know kind of uh remember to you know not do that it it sort of came like a muscle memory and other times i would drop it and think like oh man like wow I, i just can't believe i just threw this toilet paper in the in the toilet And, you know, they they have different like piping systems and everything. So it's very different culturally speaking and very different from, um, you know, historically and and everything from its ins and outs. It's food. uh, The language definitely was also a challenge. It was sort of a barrier. But we definitely got through that. I learned a couple of (laughs) words from uh, from my from my travels there. So but it was definitely um, an experience uh, to remember.
0: Now, I understand um in coming back this experience is not something that you're you're keeping to yourself, but you're working on a project now to sort of uh communicate the value of, of that study abroad and, and how others can benefit from a similar experience.
1: Yeah. So um so yeah, as I mentioned, I was doing a vlog series. So everywhere we went for three weeks we were there. Uh, so for about 21, 22 days, roughly, I was taking um, photos and videos of everything that we saw, um, whether we were, you know, at a huge historical site or whether we were just chilling in our, you know, apartments or dorms. And we really got to I really got to document every um, experience of the trip. So if anybody's ever interested in doing a study abroad, they can reference the video um, that I am as of now, as of this recording, am uh, working on, you know, um, digit, um I'm sorry, uh, working hard on <laughs> essentially, um, and diligently with, so, um, definitely should anybody who's interested in going to Greece or any study abroad, definitely check it out. We met so many new people, met so many new places and, uh, met new friends on our journey. So it was a wonderful experience.
0: Did, did you, did you encounter any obstacles in preparing to go, uh, uh, any surprises in, in what it took to be able to travel to a foreign uh, country?
1: Yeah definitely um one thing I would have to say for anybody who does not have a passport it was very tr- it was very hard for me to get one because again I never thought I'd go out the country um so getting one was very um difficult and it was a lot of money too um just getting a passport and my challenge specifically uh was trying to get like photos for my passport because um I had to retake photos like two or three different times and send it in and that costs like a lot of money so definitely try to get that done um as early as possible um again like the trip wasn't until january but i was going throughout the entire summer you know preparing ahead of time just to make sure that passports were done documentation was good um you know we also had but what what made it easy though was that we had meetings with the, my professor and we got to know some of the students um beforehand so that way you know we weren't going in completely you know um blindsided or you know without any knowledge of who anybody was mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. was that was also a good mm-hmm. thing to know
0: now you, you alluded to dorms were you uh was the study abroad in partnership with a, a greek uh college um not no not not really it's part of um it's a place called the
1: athens center okay um and i believe uh the connection is more so with um my Professor Davis Ciran than it is with the university, but I think he's the one connecting the university and the Athens Center together, if anything. he's been doing the trip for um this well this was his fourth year going, so he's been doing this for multiple years and uh the Athens Center is um essentially the place where we had classes um where we would have you know maybe lunch sometimes um and essentially where they had um a building where we had its apartment style buildings and um they were Essentially, they had like doubles and triples and, and quadruple bedrooms. Um, so I had a double bedroom, and we were they were like four, I believe, four floors with um, about thirty something students in at least two students per room, um, depending on which rooms we had. And I think there were like four rooms per floor. Um, so you guys do the math. But now,
0: were these all UD students, or were they students from different? Universities.
1: They were all UD students, so okay. the group was the group was massive. My group was uh there were two classes actually. Uh, my class had nineteen students, and the other class had sixteen, and it was about thirty five of us all together, including the two other professors. Um, they were not the professors were not in the dorms with us, so it was just all student based like housing slash living. Um, and we all you know again had doubles, triples, um, quadruples, and there was like Wi Fi. There was uh you know we had beds, we had to share a bathroom. Um, you know, there was lighting and, you know, everything. So it was sort of like, like, you know, dorming at a college, um, you know, except, you know, we're in Greece and, um, we had to adapt to sort of the, uh, the rules that they had there at the, at the facility at the Athens center. Um, and, uh, you know, other than that, you know, um, it it was sort of, uh, it it wasn't, it wasn't anything too different from what we were already used Mm -hmm. to, so.
0: Now, what is your major at the university?
1: My major is English. I'm also okay. minoring in material cultural studies, and hopefully we'll be getting a master's soon in political administration.
0: Okay, interesting. So uh, this trip to Greece, uh, you you mentioned that you had never thought you'd travel outside the country. What What is one profound lesson you've learned by traveling abroad that you might not otherwise have ever encountered.
1: I think one thing that I've taken away from this is, um, to not be afraid to travel. Essentially. I think the one thing I got from traveling is that, you know, you should at least travel like once within your life. Um, because you'll never know what it's like unless you do, you know, if you're always, you know, used to being comfortable within a bubble that is, you know, whether it is your hometown or the United States in general, um, you know you'll never know what it's like to be outside of that and to see sort of a different aspect in a different culture and i think really I, I sort of have an appreciation for greece really if anything um it's people the language the culture the food i, I love the food mm-hmm. <laughs> um but you know um the takeaway essentially would be that um you know just go out and learn and um you know aspire to achieve more aspire to you know do you know more with your life in terms of you know um going out and seeking the world, because the world is yours, essentially. The world is at your fingertips. You just got to go out and reach for it and don't let anything stop you mm-hmm. um, and just keep at it. So,
0: And now that you're back home, uh, you're working on this blog to share that experience and yes. sort of encourage others to take that you know consider Mm -hmm. uh the possibilities of studying abroad you are involved right now i understand in uh some open mics Mm -hmm. in downtown wilmington uh let's talk about that that's kind of connected to your english major background
1: (laughs) yeah it all it all kind of ties back in so um yeah my, my open mics i started this back um uh in october of 2017 um my first open mic that i ever hosted um It was at Udairy Creamery Market, which is where I still hold them now. Um, And it all started with my manager. She asked me if uh, I wanted to just, you know, host an event. And I think around that time, it was Poetry Poetry Day, um, October, I believe, 15th, 2017. And um, it was like a Sunday. And she asked me if I wanted to do it um, during that day. And I was like, yeah, definitely. I've never hosted an event before. Um, You know, I've never I've been, you know, um, on stage and I performed and everything before, but I've never hosted an event for uh, like at least an hour, you know, longer than that. So that was my first endeavor doing that. And, you know, ever since then, I've had support from family and friends and, you know, staff from University of Delaware, people outside of Delaware, too, from like the Philadelphia area um, and people within Wilmington as well, which is definitely huge, definitely great support there. Um, But, uh, yeah, it all started with that and essentially um it's free for the community it's free to the public it's open to them you know um we're open from you know sometime during the morning till at least eight o'clock at night um and we i try to host it for two hours from six to eight at least um and during that time you know people can come in you know they can watch the show they can um sign up to you know do a performance whether they rap whether they do poetry to do music they do comedy even if they wanted to um so, you know, it's open to the public. It's free. I just, you know, it's just a nice thing to do every once a month and to give back to people that, you know, really deserve it in the community that they live in.
0: Is there a p- particular night each month that you host this?
1: Uh, so at first I used to do every second Sunday of every month, but now I've switched it over to every second se- second or third Saturday of every month. Uh, throughout this year in 2019, however, I've done a revival of the Open Mic Series and turned it into a show. And as of right now, it's sort of the third Saturday of every month, um, typically speaking. Um, if there are any changes due to probably a holiday or weather, I might say so. But usually right now, the standard as of 2019 is the third Saturday of every
0: month. And you say it's early evening, 6 to 8? 6 to 8. Yeah. Uh, at the UD Creamery on Market Street. Yes. In downtown Wilmington. Downtown Wilmington. Yeah. 815 North Market Street. Okay. Well, I want to go in a little different direction, uh, but first let me remind our listeners that you're tuned into Delaware State of the Arts here on News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. Our guest in the studio today is a University of Delaware student, uh, Christian Wills, who's talking about uh, trips abroad, uh, open mics at the UD Creamery. And now I'd like to go down a different path that we were talking about um, off off the air and that was that's your role as kind of a, a young entrepreneur and a venture that you and some classmates I believe are pursuing.
1: Uh yes. Yeah. So um it's about it's uh, it's five UD students. Um we it's me including uh four other students. We are essentially trying to make a nonprofit so um I am dabbling a little bit in some entrepreneurship in terms of you know giving back more to to uh Wilmington um so we've titled it as of right now the loitery or the loitery Wilmington um and essentially our focus is to give back artistically culturally creatively educationally to young adults to children to teenagers who need it in their you know community um and the Wilmington community specifically uh so an example of that would be basically we would be we would have funding and it would be in-house Um, And some, you know, we would have some events out of the house too But essentially we would give funding to some of the members that would sign up Some of the team members that would sign up If they wanted to host an event that was educational Say they wanted to do like a book fair Or they wanted to do, um, you know, some sort of class or lesson Or if they wanted to host an event, uh, say like a poetry event, you know Or um, a contest or something uh, We would help, you know, fund that for them You know, they get money off of that we see the returns and they keep a little bit of the profit as well. At the same time, they get to learn something and they get to engage with their community at the end of the day. Um, so that's essentially sort of a piece of it. Um, there would be other programs such as literacy programs, educational programs that I also want to, you know, put into the, uh, the pro into the all- overall programming of the nonprofit, um, at some later points in times. But right now we're trying to get it off the ground. Um, we're trying to get funding for it. We're trying to see, um, if we can, you know, have a place, have a building somewhere, um, as of this recording it, if anything, but, um, hopefully later on in the spring and in the summer and everything, we will definitely have, um, you know, some steam going on.
0: So Mm -hmm. now, uh, what, what's the background of the other students, uh, your, your colleagues that are working on this venture?
1: Um, so I guess I'll just say their names, (laughs) um, and give a little bit of their background. So, uh, two of the people that I've met, um, Eric and Shane, um, they um, they are um basically uh some of the masterminds behind uh the intricacies and some of the bylaws that we've had. We've written like a, they've written extensively an entire document, fourteen to seventeen pages worth of just bylaws and rules and things that you know we should follow as you know to give like structure to the nonprofit, mm-hmm. give a little bit more mm-hmm. legitimacy. Um, you know, they've worked really hard on them. I really applaud them for the work that they've done and for the work that they've put in. Um, and, uh, you know, we've had meetings before I met them at their place. They've met me at my place and we've all had meetings together. Um, and, you know, being tipped off from a friend of mine, uh, about the two of them. I'm so glad that they have been a part of the entire process since the very beginning. And we have very same, um, visions and goals in terms of what we want to see in the nonprofit. Uh, two other people uh the other two of the five um was Rosal, uh she's sort of uh she wants to be sort of like the grant writer of the entire um process so she's out seeking grants and so she's worked with other nonprofits before so she's a great addition to the team and I worked with her before in the summer of twenty eighteen um where we've done other projects together to help make wilmington um a great um you know place to be you know for teens and for young adults and You know, we've we've led projects before and I'm glad that she's, you know, on the team as well with this and that we're able to, you know, make it what it is and what we can make it what it is. Um, And then the last person is Xiao. Uh, She would basically be our treasurer. Um, So she would handle sort of the funding and the money and where that would be going and where that would be allocated. Um, And uh, she's you know, she's um, she's been with us uh, ever since she joined us. She's sort of she's sort of a late arrival. Um, but she has been putting in work just as much as anybody else has. And I amend her for her work as well. So the five of us have really been, um, you know, balls against the walls <laughs> with uh, everything that we've been doing. And um, it's, it's just been amazing.
0: So what, I, I'm curious, what, what, what was the impetus behind this or, you know, what, what sort of instigated this, you know, sparked the interest in doing this kind of a thing.
1: Um, well, for me, essentially, um, I kind of alluded to it with the, uh, the project that I worked back in 2018 with Rasul. is that that was really where um, the spark for the whole nonprofit idea kind of came through from working with other nonprofits before. I've worked with um, some names, I guess I'll throw out there, uh, the Wilmington Renaissance Corporation, um, Christiana Cultural Arts Center, um, Delaware College of Art and Design, UD, of course, um, with Udary Creamery Market, which is also a nonprofit. Um, You know, the AA program, um, so many different places in Wilmington, more specifically, that I've worked with. um, And I've also seen, too, um, that uh, have really just inspired me to do a lot more. My work with um, the warehouse also over the summer um, has also been um, an amazing uh, experience as well, where I got to basically um, program events and uh, projects and ideas with teens directly. Uh, It was about 20 of them and uh we led projects um that basically that they wanted to see within um the warehouse and the community that they live in um so in the warehouse now it's been picking up a lot of steam and it's been going great and i want to do something similar or you know um you know something even probably grander to um to an extent in uh in the wilmington community in the specific wilmington community that i wanted that i want to you know see um flourish. So, but all the work that I've been doing with these, um, nonprofits and these organizations have really just led me to want to start my own, you know, business and be self-led and be self-made in, um, a lot of ways in a lot of areas. Um, you know, they've, they've done a lot of great work and, um, I also want to incorporate some of my own, you know, works with poetry and music, uh, that I've done throughout, um, the past, I want to say year and a half, almost two years now. Um, you know, being sort of a new arrival in the Delaware scene and the Wilmington scene, um, you know, not having really grown up here, uh, but seeing, you know, that it is very small and concentrated and, you know, using that, you know, networking to an effect to sort of build up my craft and to build up my legitimacy as well, um, you know, has helped me to really also nourish my passion for, um, you know, for wanting to do more in Wilmington and starting the nonprofit as well, because with the people by my side and, um, you know, them having to inspire me as well is also the reason for why I also want to do this, you know, and why I strive hard to, you know, do better for the community.
0: Uh, incredibly cre- commendable. I, I, I want to, uh, uh- come back to the 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 issue of poetry mm-hmm. uh we actually met a few years back when you were a high school student <laughs> participating in the state poetry out loud recitation program <laughs> uh talk a little bit about your the your poetry your interest in it your involvement in it
1: um so yeah, poetry um didn't really peak mm. for me didn't really uh start for me until probably like my 10th grade year of high school um, which is when, you know, I definitely started um, having a love for, it. you know, I wasn't the biggest. I, if anything, I favored math more than I did English early on. And now it's the complete opposite way around. But <laughs> it, it just sort of works out that way. But my, my love for poetry, um, if anything, really started with that event. Um, the uh, the Poetry Out Loud back in 2016, um, you know, I had a, pref- I had a teacher um, back when I was in Concord High um, who basically pushed me to do that poetry event um, and, I, and I sort of dabbled here and there with poetry I, you know I sort of had a love for it um, there weren't there really weren't any classes that I took that really um, that really helped me to push that love even further. Um, I might have had one or two classes back in high school before I moved up here but then when I moved up here you know it was still sort of the same but then the poetry Loud contest came around and that teacher you know he really showed me the ropes with everything we went we sat down together. You know, um, he helped me pick out poems that I wanted to recite. And, you know, even to this day, there's one poem that I that I that I, the one that I did recite at the event that I still love to this day. Um, you know, and, you know, we were together and he pushed me further. And um, from from there, it just it just sort of blossomed my appreciation for poetry. My love for it, it was um, it was well nourished and seeing some of the kids there as well at that that night was um, also amazing because I saw how they also had a love for it as well.
0: Mhm. Uh, do you recall which po- the poems you recited? Um I'm I'm trying to remember myself.
1: I, exactly. Um, <laughs> uh I know the one the, the mm-hmm. second one that I did was um to the notebook kid by Evel Ewing. Mm-hmm. Uh that one definitely um loved to this day. Mm-hmm. Um and I think there was one uh the one that I did uh Rivers um by I believe I hope, I hope I got this right, Lincoln Hughes. Okay. Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, well, so. Christian, we're we're running out of time here. I, I just want to thank you for joining us today, uh, Christian a junior at University of Delaware. It's really been exciting to hear about your study abroad in Greece and the the work you're doing with Open Mics at UD Creamery, and this this venture with you and your your classmates of the Loitery, uh, your your nonprofit venture. Thank you so much for joining us. All
1: right. Thank you for having me, Paul.